BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what is going on? Happy Tuesday, Arch. You couldn't find the uh, couch cushion change to buy Twitter? <laughs> no, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. No, that's a shame. That's a shame. You're, you're always finding couch cushion uh, change to, you know, uh, to, to make some bets in college football. I thought maybe you'd <laughs> scratch up enough to buy Twitter, but, um, you know, uh, I guess th- those would be big, big fucking couch cushions with $45 billion <laughs> just <laughs> just sitting in it. You know, it sounds like Saxy Maxi. You know, he talks about all, all of the money that he hides uh, yeah. under under his bed. So, by the way, if you're ever in Colorado and you're hanging out with Saxy Maxi, just know that he hides all of his money under his bed. You know, so, I'm just I'm just saying. Sex Panther, what's up? He's just well, he, he can't buy Twitter because he's actually out there making those plays that we talk about on the show when he put the value play on the Raptors to win the series. And now it's starting to look like a genius play, Art. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, uh, what, what do we say? Uh, I did yesterday when we were talking on the show, place a small bet on the Raptors to win it all. Uh, they were plus 1657, and now it looks like they're plus 505 now. To win the whole series. series. Still could be value. <laughs> yeah, there might still be value in the plus 500. I think so. Yeah, because yeah, they're going home, right? The next game six is in Toronto. God. Is this it? Are we looking at the meltdown? Do, do we think this is a live bet? So, I mean, has, uh, has, yes. has, has any team lost 3-0 uh, in, in, the, in the first round? I don't think so. Like, if, if, if teams have got a 3-0 lead, I don't think any team has ever coughed up. Now, granted, they they just it wasn't too long ago that they moved to seven games in the first round. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if we have a deep history on that, but I, I don't think any team uh, has has coughed up a three zero lead. I don't know if it, I'd have to check to see if a team has coughed up a three zero lead in NBA ever, like just in the playoffs ever. I'm, I know three <laughs> one. We know that, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't I don't know about three zero. So yeah, I'd have to look into that. But that would be some kind of fucking meltdown there. And if and if Jimmy James Harden has his fucking thumbprint on that, that's just going to be fucking terrible. You know, um, that that's they're Toronto teams. It, it, listen, we said it going into the dangerous fucking team. Uh, they had they had another game. Think about this. They 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 lost that one on that Embiid fucking game winning three, right? And that fucking chuck of a hail of a fucking hail mary toss by a seven foot one fucking guy that shouldn't be shooting three pointers, but uh, chucked it up and won that one. So I mean, Toronto could be in in the lead in the series. So yeah, dangerous fucking team. They they didn't even have a. Uh, Van Vliet out there uh, yesterday, right, Panther? I think he he missed the game. 
So he missed the game. Yep. Siakam just leading the way. He's, he's got. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that Toronto uh, fucking put a dagger in the hearts of Philadelphia. If you got to remember, that was uh, that uh, Kawhi Leonard shot <laughs> a few years back Ooh. that knocked Philly out of the playoffs. Um, okay, uh, listen. Uh, good. Yeah. There has never been a team to win an NBA playoff series after trailing three zero. I ever. thought so. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's fucking wild. So, yeah, first time for everything, right? Uh, we, we said that about the Yankees and Red Sox in that one series. Oh, yeah. Like, they made right? a 30 so. for 30 on that one, didn't they? I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bloody, yeah. So- bloody Sock. Oh, that was, was That wasn't the Bloody Sock. Well, that wasn't Bloody Sock. That was World Series, right? Bloody Sock was World Series? Bloody Sock was World Series. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, the, Yankees, the uh, Yankees was going at, yeah, 3-0 three, three in that, and then fucking Red Sox. Oh, I thought that was great. Yeah, wasn't it three nothing was and two outs up. in the ninth? Wasn't it? Just, I think so. Yeah. I think it was just fucking over. I yeah, think it was, it was dead done. to rights, and and the Red Sox won that one. That that was the that was when Johnny Damon was still on the Red Sox too, before he fucking shaved his goddamn beard and looked like a fucking <laughs> asshole on the Yankees. Um, I mean, it was fucking. Uh, it was a uh, Clubber Caveman or whatever the fuck his name was. Oh, <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's, what, that's what he looked like on the Red Sox. Uh, but I digress. Yeah, I, I think it's a live play. I I think I. Uh, First time for everything, and and this Sixers team did not look like a team yesterday at all. You know who they? Oh, I definitely need. think it's a live play. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely think it's a live play, and you know we, you know Max touched on it yesterday. I believe it was yesterday when we talked about how Embiid already they planted the seed, right? The excuse is there. Oh, my wrist, all oh, the injury, uh, and then I talked about you know going into that game how uh, you know Toronto has heart. I don't think Philadelphia has any heart, so I do believe this is definitely a live play. Yeah, you know what they need to get their team right? They need a new kind of somebody to manage the team to help. New general manager, right? Yeah. They need. Uh, they they just brought in the guy from from Houston, right? They just yeah. brought in that guy, uh, Daryl Morey. Uh, but let's let's jettison him. Let's bring in the best general manager in the league. You, you know where I'm going with this, Panthers? Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Jeff. Generational talent. Now he's a genera- generational GM. Yeah. Uh, this was his quote uh, because he, he's he got the player option. And let's pause here. Wait a minute. So Kyrie's got a player option and he pledged to come back to the Nets. Um, Nets fans, I, just as a Celtics fan, I just want to tell you uh, he made the same pledge with the Celtics. So take that with a grain of salt. But. This is what he said, his quote. When I say I'm here with Kev, I think that it really entails us managing this franchise together alongside Joe and Sean and just our group of family members that we have in our organization. Not not hiding it. I mean, LeBron tries to fucking deny the fact that he's the GM of the Lakers. Uh, Kyrie is like, no, 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 me and Kevin manage this team. Yeah, uh, fucking uh, Nash over there. Uh, he finally showed some fucking emotion with, with, with a fucking foul call. Like he actually, he's not a robot over there. It's not. It's not Nashbot two thousand over there. Um, what 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 do you make of this Panther? Uh, a, you think Kyrie and Durant are are back in Brooklyn next year? You think that's that's set in stone? And and B, like, where does this franchise move forward with Kyrie as their GM? Uh, I I don't think it bodes well for them if they do. Uh, you know, we we've all talked about Kyrie as as a player. He, he is a fantastic player. Uh, but you don't, he's not a leader. He's never been a leader. He's really a number two guy. And I think you're kind of seeing that with Kevin Durant too. He's not an alpha. He doesn't take control. The guy that I really got questions for, if it's somebody that should want out of there, it is Steve Nash. 
right? I, I, can you give him any credit for anything that they've done successfully? And does he get any, you know, beat down for the failures of this team? Because I, I say no. I think he is just a, a puppet there. And if I'm Steve Nash, I would, do we really know if Steve Nash can coach or not? I don't think so. Um, but if, if KD and Kyrie are back, I think we see a lot of the same. Well, what do you think? 40 games? Is that over or under 40 games, those two play together in the regular season next year, I would say it's under. Mm. Like, they're never playing together. It's not going to so be. Any, I, I, uh, there won't be any restrictions no, placed on Kyrie from playing next year, will there? No, no so restrictions. I, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but let's rewind. Yeah. Uh, season one, Kevin Durant missed the entire fucking season because right. he was recovering from his uh, ACL surgery. Mm-hmm. So no, no games there last season uh, because of, of a myriad of injuries between him and uh, Kyrie. Uh, and then uh, Jimmy James at the end. I mean, remember, they only played, what, was it the 16 games together, yeah, the three yeah. of them? And I think that combined, they didn't play a lot of games. This year, they didn't play a lot of games together. Kyrie's yelling about gelling. And, and so over the course of three seasons, I think they've only played maybe like 40 games combined Whew, together. That's crazy. Like, uh, it's, it's, it is kind of ridiculous. So, I mean, going into it, you know, you have this, this you know, okay, well, fresh fresh start. Maybe you got to see what happens with Ben Simmons because that guy is – Guy's an astronaut. I mean, Kyrie's a fucking head case, but but Ben Simmons seems to be a whole other <laughs> level of fucking head case. Um, so you guys see what you get there. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, I guess they got the hope that healthy, if both of them are healthy and both of them can play the whole season, maybe the Nets uh, can string this together. I just, ah, man, it's another year older for for each of these guys. Uh, Durant, we saw it last night. He's still capable of scoring, but it, can he do anything else out there? Like I think he's a liability at times when 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 he's on the court. I mean, there's there's forwards and guards out there that are not as tall as Kevin Durant, but almost as tall as Kevin Durant and quicker, and just they care more. Uh, and we saw a couple of those guys in in, in that Celtic series. Uh, Jason Tatum's he's he's about six nine six ten, right? Uh, um, uh, Jalen Brown's got to be about six eight. These guys are guards out there. You know, small forwards, fucking, uh, they're almost as tall as Durant, and and they're moving on the court, and they're, you know, I don't know. I think maybe, maybe they, they, if they're healthy, that's a big if. Uh, this Brooklyn team can come back strong next year, but man, there's a, there's a lot to unpack uh, baggage wise on that team. I totally agree. I don't. I I kind of hope that they come back because they're almost like the Lakers. I enjoy rooting against them. <laughs> Somebody should ask uh, Kyrie, the man, the uh, general manager, if uh, what you do with a player who averages 15 points uh, and shooting 18% from threes in the playoffs as you're getting uh, swept. Just a hypothetical. Right? Yeah, just just Kyrie, what do you think of what you should do with a player like that? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, we should probably get to work here yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let's get to NBA. A couple games on the board today. Uh, three of them, right? Uh, let's yep. talk uh, Atlanta, Miami, Miami to start off with. Uh, Miami looking to bounce the Hawks from the playoffs, joining the Celtics as the only team uh, to advance in the next round. Um, and I get the feeling that's going to happen tonight. Uh, Atlanta has struggled on the road all season. Miami has been just absolutely unbelievable at home ever since acquiring Jimmy Butler from the aforementioned 76ers. <laughs> um, Kyle Lowry, he's going to be out. For Miami, but I, I while I think he's going to be critical in later rounds, I think Miami to get to a championship or win a championship, they need a, a healthy Kyle Lowry to close out Atlanta tonight. I don't think Miami Heat need to worry. So uh, 
It's a chalky one, so I'll up my bet to fifteen dollars because it worked so well with the Sixers yesterday. Ten dollars, uh, fifteen dollar money line bet on the Heat. Yeah, I like Miami here as well. When you're you're game five into the series, you get to see the identity of both these teams. And Atlanta, you know, they came on strong at the end of the season, but they're just completely overmatched here against this Miami team. Three of the wins for the Heat have by, been by considerable. Um, margins, and I think this one is another double-digit margin. So, uh, yeah, I'm with Max here. I'll lay the points and put ten bucks on the Heat. All right, hard to argue. The Heat just, yeah, it's 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 too much. It's too much for Atlanta to keep up. Heat minus seven and a half does seem like the play. So I'm going to jump on it with you in a, in a uh, kiss of death, sort of, with Max's money line, and take the uh, Heat uh, for ten bucks. All right, game number two. So the Hawks win by what, 15? Yeah, 20, 20 or something. Game number two, Minnesota-Memphis. It's been an interesting series so far, right? At at times, the T-Wolves just look like they match up with the Memphis Grizzlies so fucking well, and other times they look completely overmatched. Uh, Minnesota, of course, took game one in Memphis. Hard to imagine they can grab another uh, in this series the way that Memphis plays at home. Uh, you probably saw it yesterday. John Morant won most improved player. And it's not because he was bad last year. It's just a testament to the jump that he made this year to become a future superstar in this league or maybe even a current superstar, uh, one could argue. Yeah, I think he has a big game today. I think the Grizzlies get the win. But it's just it's just too close for me to bet. So if, if I'm getting the points here, I'd probably take Minnesota. And, and so just a lean on the Timberwolves getting I saw six and a half before. So, yeah, that seems a tad bit too much to me. You know, if you look at this series, it's, it's almost seems like a, a situation where you might even be able to arbitrage this thing. Because when Minnesota wins, they've been the underdog in every game. They, they're winning convincingly. And when they lose, they're getting their ass spanked. So maybe you, you take Memphis here, um, you know, minus the points. Or you maybe take a flyer on Minnesota. I'm on the I'm on the Memphis side on this game. I think returning home, uh, this is a big game for them. They definitely do not want to go down three to two, then going to Minnesota. Uh, so this is a big game for Memphis. I think they get it done. So I'll lay the points, put ten bucks on the Grizzle. Yeah, I'm not going to change my strategy. I'm just going to keep betting Memphis here. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to win. It, you know, if you're going to arbitrage, I would definitely recommend you want to take the T Wolves with the plus points. Hope for Memphis to get down, and then you know, get it. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe you'll catch a catch an arbitrage situation that way. Uh, but for me, uh, ten bucks on the Grizzle, not changing a thing. All right, last game up here. We got New Orleans Pelicans, Phoenix Suns. Uh, Devin Booker out once again for Phoenix. Uh, so now the Suns need to hope that their home court advantage is enough to keep them from getting bounced from the playoffs. Uh, Pelicans, of course, grabbed game two in Phoenix and could possibly grab another. Uh, without Booker, uh, the Suns just don't seem to have the offense to keep up with with Ingram, McCollum, and Valachunas. When these guys are on the top of their game, they're offensive weapons. And, and uh, Chris Paul... 11 assists, sure, to go with his four fucking points. Listen, you wonder why there is a narrative about him not being able to win in the playoffs. And when he scored four fucking points, that narrative gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And listen, I like Chris Paul. <laughs> I like him. I like, I like Chris Paul. But performances like that, it's not going to be enough against a scrappy team like New Orleans. I can't quite bet it. I Maybe I would. I was close. I was close to betting the Pelicans on the fucking money line here. Uh, big lean, a huge fucking lean on the Pelicans getting those points. I really do not like your disrespect towards the point god, Chris Paul. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
Okay, so here's here's the I think there's a question mark for me. I have not seen anything that says Devin Booker is out. They ruled him out for the two games in New Orleans. I double checked this morning to find any notes. I'm not seeing anything one way or another. The line suggests to me at minus six and a half. That seems like a pretty heavy line. It suggests to me there is a chance Booker plays okay, because I've that seen is this way 12 too hours big. ago. Phoenix Suns guard Devin Booker ruled out for Game Five versus Pelicans. Mm. Um, uh, see that 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 seems like a big line if Booker is out. I, I think I think Phoenix probably wins this game, but if Booker is indeed out, I don't like the six and a half. I'm going to lean Phoenix. Yeah, I, I'm not going to touch this one either. Too many unknowns at this point. I'm, I'm, I'll lean uh, the Pelicans here with plus a six and a half, but I'm, I'm not touching this one. <clears throat> it's getting worse, right? It's shrinking. Let's see. What did it open at? Seven. Now it's down to six for the Suns. So, yeah, th- th- I mean, that sounds like you know, the line's set too high with what the, the personnel they have. Yeah, it's I definitely mean, too high without Booker. I'm so I'm not seeing it from like one of the bigger news outlets. I'm mm-hmm. I'm seeing this uh, Arizona Central, uh, Arizona Sports. Um, so like I, the four letter network hasn't really said anything. Um, Yard Barker hasn't said anything. Like the, you know, the, so who knows? I'm I'm but I, from what I've, I I thought I saw on uh, Sports Center last night that he was out. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, it's it seems uh. It seems unlikely like he'll play, and if he does, they, they're they going to probably be a little bit guarded with him. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's take a quick break. Yeah. Let's talk about Odds Jam. How does Odds Jam work? Step one, process odds. Odds Jam processes over one million odds a minute to find the select few profitable betting opportunities. Step two. Receive notifications. Not too many notifications, right, Arch? Not, not a lot. You customize uh, Odds Jam. Yes, OddsGem notifies you of these opportunities in real time based off of your customized settings. Step three, place bets. You place your profitable bets and you watch the money roll in. That's it, three easy steps. That's how OddsGem works. <laughs> Unlock the smartest betting tools on the market. Over 100,000 sports bettors are making big profits with OddsGem. Are you next? Use the link in the description to get used to winning with OddsGem. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, NHL, to full okay. full rack of games. I got one. <laughs> what do you got? Edmonton-Pittsburgh. Uh, Edmonton lost their last game. It was a surprise loss to the Blue Jackets in Columbus. Now they're continuing their road trip to Pittsburgh against a Penguins team that's just not been super consistent. And I don't think they fucking care about being consistent down the stretch. They just want to stay healthy for the playoffs. Uh, Edmonton, prior to their loss, was on such a goddamn hot streak. Uh, hard not to like them getting fucking you know money here like a plus line uh, against a Penguins team that again they, they care more about resting right now than winning games before the playoffs i think the play is the oilers ten dollar bet on edmondson i like the play i'm on a similar play different game uh banking on a team resting that doesn't care so i'll give you moral support and i'll wait to see if you give me moral support on mine <laughs> okay i love that play i think that's a really really good play uh minus 135 is the best i can find you down to minus 125 other places you mean plus. Plus, 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 sorry. Plus 125. Yep. <laughs> Whoa. I really like my play. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right, Panther, what do you got then? I just got the one game. The St. Louis Blues are going to Colorado and talk about Say a it. team that hasn't given a shit. Say it. It's, it's the fucking Colorado. They're benching everybody. I love this plus line. The Blues have been playing really well. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they're going to be benching anybody. They're, I don't want to mess up this chemistry if I'm St. Louis. So give me that plus line on the Blues. These are my notes. And if you go to AbsoluteDegenerates.com, you can actually read exactly what I wrote. I said, I almost bet the Blues here. Just seems impossible that Colorado is going to lose five in a row. But again, I think it's possible. <laughs> I like that Blues play a lot. Uh, nice, nice plus line. Uh, one, one of the best teams in hockey, St. Louis Blues right now. So hard to argue, man. Tons of moral support here leaning St. Louis with you. Absolutely. Love that play, too. I think these are these are two tremendous hockey plays today with a lot of value. St. Louis, what, they might be the uh, top three now in hockey, the way they're playing. Incredible. I would I would venture to say I mean it, it's it's tough because Colorado just doesn't give a shit right you know so I mean their metrics have kind of been on a downward uh, trend but it's looking like Florida Colorado St Louis one two three right there. hard to argue yeah. Uh, right, the rest of shit. It. The rest of shit for NHL, and I got six baseball players. So let's oh, move on boy. to Major League Baseball. Uh, starting off with the San Diego Padres, Cincinnati Reds. I believe I'll probably have at least one of you guys on this one with me. Uh, Reds uh, scratched out a series finale win over the Cardinals. Could be their only win for the remainder of this month. Uh, San Diego going to put Joe Musgrove on the mound. Uh, he's looked really fucking good to start the season. Um, Padres going to be happy to face off a shitty-ass offense like the Reds as opposed to dealing with the Dodgers like they had been in their last series. I, I like San Diego to come out strong, gra grab this first road win possibly, just grab a series uh, sweep. $10 bet on the Padres. Yeah, I'm making a kind of almost a principle that if I'm going to give the Reds a look, it's only when Hunter Green or Nick Lodolo are on the mound. I don't like San Martin at all. Musgrove's come out uh, firing on all cylinders. That four runs that the Reds scored on Sunday was the most runs they had scored in two weeks. I don't think they can do it again. So I'm on the Padres as well. Ten bucks on the fathers. 
I'll talk about this game more in the book club. I'm sorry to do that. <laughs> I'm not betting this one on the show. There's an experiment running in the book club involving the Reds. And uh, yeah, I'm not really going to bet this one on the show, but there's, there's something else going on. So I'm leaning the Padres in this one. Saved us from the All kiss right. of death, too. Yeah, kind of. Listen, hey, um, $25 a month over at Patreon. You can see what Arch is talking about over in the book club. We got an- another new guy, right? Uh, joined yesterday. Yes. Was that yesterday? Let's go it to was, Agent Zero. Yes. It was BC Big. BC right. Big. BC Big. Okay. Welcome, BC Big, to the book club. Uh, next one up for me, uh, Miami, Washington. Uh, I thought the Nats would be bad going into the season, but I really didn't think they'd be this fucking bad. Uh, losers of five in a row. This team is competing with the Reds for the worst run differential in the league. Miami, on the other hand, they've won three or five games. They grabbed the series, went over the Braves. And by the way, I finally hit on Miami in that series. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I missed him in game one. Bet him on game two. I should have bet him on game three as well. Uh, I like him here today. Sandy Alcantara facing off against Josiah Gray. And, you know, Gray hasn't been that bad his last couple of outings, but I think the edge definitely goes to Miami here. And ultimately, the Marlins will grab the win. $10 bet on the fish. Uh, two for two. Another game that I'm on. I completely agree. I love the pitching matchup. Advantage fish. And you, you nailed it right on the head. The Washington baseball team might be as bad as the Cincinnati Reds when it comes to hitting the ball and scoring runs. So give me 10 bucks on the Marlins. Another game I'm not on. I'm leaning the Marlins with you guys, but I am not not crazy about this one. The Nationals are bad. There's no doubt about it. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. They're competing for what they mean. If the Reds weren't potentially historically bad, the Nationals would right. be the, the worst in baseball. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, hey, let's talk about the Chicago Cubs and Atlanta Braves. Uh, Braves, another team that started off pretty slowly. Uh, I expect them to get better at some point. Uh, but after losing that series to the Marlins, it's it's looking great. Uh, looking to rebound against a Cubs team that has lost four or five. Still, you look at this Cubs team, man. Uh, they're not complete trash. I mean, they've lost four or five, but they still got a pretty good overall record. They're three and three on the road. They put up the 21 fucking runs against the Pirates the other day, uh, which, I mean, is is talk about run differential and putting an asterisk next to a team that's that's uh you know i don't think the cubs are a top 10 fucking team when it comes to run differential except for the cubs are a top 10 team <laughs> because of run differential because of 21 fucking runs against the pirates uh which means that their bats don't completely suck out there uh, on the mound for them marcus uh stroman familiar with the braves lineup from his time with the mets uh, not off to a good start to the season but i do think he's gonna have a good outing today uh, on the other side is gonna be max freed He's looked solid his last two outings, but he's definitely hittable. And talk about hittable is that that Braves bullpen does not look great. I like the value of the Cubs here to get to that Braves bullpen. Ten dollar bet on Chicago. And not a game that I'm on. I, that twenty one nothing thing just kind of really screws up all the metrics when you're when you're looking at this game or the Cubs in general. I do think the Braves have the pitching matchup. I do think the Braves, you know, with home field, uh, definitely have an advantage. And as we saw last year, I don't get riled up over this Braves pitching or bullpen or anything. They'll they'll write the ship. You take away that 21 nothing for the Cubs, those those losses, those four or five losses that you talk about, they're not scoring a ton of runs. Only scoring two or three runs. I don't think that's enough to beat Atlanta. I'm leaning Atlanta, so uh that's it. I like your play. I'm leaning the Cubs. I just couldn't quite get there. I, I mean, it looks good. Plus 165 down to plus 145 at some books. Ooh. Plus 143. Ooh. There are there are big begging people to bet the Braves right now this morning. 
Next one up for me, let us talk Cleveland and uh, Anaheim. Uh, pretty good pitching matchup today. Trisha McKenzie taking the bump against Patrick Sandoval. Uh, off to good starts, both these guys. Uh, Guardians looking to break their four-game losing streak after they lost the Angels yesterday. Uh, that early season offense we saw from Cleveland has dissipated. Bye-bye. Bye-bye offense. Uh, for Anaheim, though, their offense just comes with the big hits. Uh, yesterday, they won 3 uh, nothing, Three runs, two home runs. Game before that, Grand Slam was four of their six runs. So if Cleveland can avoid giving up the big hits today to Anaheim, I think they have a chance. Another value bet here. I'm going to take $10 and put it on Cleveland. Yeah, I had to look deeper on their metrics as well. The first six games of the season, which was what? Kansas City and Cincinnati. Cleveland put up 45 runs. Hmm. 45. They've scored 30 runs in their last 10 games, and I believe 11 of those were in one game. This team is not consistent in scoring runs. It looks like the Anaheim Angels have kind of finally found their identity. They're playing a little bit more consistency. Uh, You saw that hustle from Mike Trout yesterday, uh, just getting down and turning up a check swing into a triple. Uh, that was fantastic. I, I like the Angels. The Angels are playing. It's a little chalky, but I'm putting my 10 bucks on the boys from Anaheim. Oh, oh, we got a split decision here <laughs> because I like the Guardians too uh, with you, Max. That plus 140, plus 143 in that range. I think there's a lot of value there. The Angels c- can put up runs, but if, if you can limit how many people are on bases, even you know an occasional home run isn't going to hurt you. And the Angels might just walk in the game-winning run for the Guardians. So I will put my <laughs> 10 bucks on the, on the Guardians. All right, next one up for me. Uh, let's stick in Los Angeles. Well, not stick in Los Angeles. Let's keep talking about a Los Angeles team, even though Anaheim is not really Los Angeles. Uh, Dodgers still in Arizona. I hit on LA yesterday. No reason to jump off them again today. Uh, Tony uh, Tony Gonsolin, very, very good to start the year. Uh, same cannot be said for former Brewer Padre Cub Zach Davies. He's been kind of hit hard this year. Uh, Dodgers should get the win again today. $10 bet on LA. Even at minus 200, probably is a value play. I don't know why I'm not on it, but uh, every check mark goes to the Dodgers. I think you get this one. I just didn't feel like laying 200 today. So uh, moral support on the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm, I'm, they're going to win. They're going to cover probably. Just I don't want to lay minus 195, so just a lean. Oh, what's an, what's an all-run line on that? I'll they get you closer like minus 110? <laughs> probably closer. Uh, Dodgers minus one and a half is minus one twenty four. Oof, might be a better play. <laughs> last one up for me. Got one more. Uh, save the best for last. I said yesterday, if Boston didn't win, that I would not go chasing waterfalls. Well, aren't I a fucking liar? Maybe I'm just really terrible at reading the Red Sox as an organization because the years I hate them, they end up winning. The years I think that they should be good, they underperform. I keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for this fucking offense to wake up, but it hasn't. Toronto, we know they've been the better team all this season, but man, I love this big plus line. They're not going to get swept, are they? Red Sox aren't going to get swept, are they? $10 bet on Boston. Yeah, I think the reality is Boston's probably just not as good as maybe we think they are. Toronto has been. I believe they lead the majors with 25 home runs, doubled what Boston has put up so far this season. Toronto's got the advantage at the pitching matchup. They got the advantage at the plate. I think Toronto's a play, but again, it's a little bit more chalk than I wanted to lay. So a lean on the Blue Jays. 
Yeah, I'll lean the Blue Jays here too. A little, little, little chalky. I'll, I'll, I'll hope you get it right. I see the line moving slightly in, in your direction, so that looks good for you. But man, it's your blind spot, Max. It's. I think, mm-hmm. I think you've mm-hmm. lost more money on the Red Sox than anybody anyway, outside of the Brewers, I, maybe. And well, the Brewers was two games because I haven't bet them since. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it for me. Did I leave anything for you guys? Panther, what else you got? I got two more games. We're going to take a look at Seattle at Tampa Bay. One of these teams has a winning record, and it's not Tampa Bay. Matter of fact, Seattle's doing pretty well on the road. I think they even have the pitching matchup here. Logan Gilbert has looked great in the first few starts that he's had to this season. And the line suggests to me, if I said Seattle at Tampa Bay, you got to be thinking Tampa Bay's, you know, what, minus 135, minus 140. We're looking at even. I love the minesweepers here. Ten bucks on Seattle. The moral support here, I, I, I'm leaning Seattle as well. Uh, I didn't have a ton of data on this one. The game, uh, the the line hit me pretty late, so I didn't really, uh, I didn't really see what's going on here. I'm, I'm trying to see if there's uh, there's any additional information on this one. Uh, but I mean, it seems like it's getting worse for the Rays. Which, yeah, let me let me let me refresh. Oh, this while you do that, quick. I can. I can, okay, bet, I can um, bet my Rays before they get worse. Go ahead. Yeah, I, um, go ahead. Bet yeah, I want to put my 11 bucks on the, on the Rays here, minus 122. I, I think they're going to sneak this one out against the, uh, Seattle. Yeah, it's, it looks like um, a public is split mm-hmm. on this one, and the money is overwhelmingly on Tampa Bay, oh. and, the, and the sports books seem to be reacting because that line is getting worse for the Rays. So uh, all indicators say that Arch is on the right side, but Panther, I agree with you. Moral support on, on, on the Mariners. Curse of the early picks. Uh, One more game for me. I'm going to double dip. We're going to get into this little hot mess again. The Mets and the Cardinals. I I guess I lucked out on that Mets play yesterday. A nice little pitcher's duel that uh, turned into an over. Sorry, Arch. At the end of the game. But uh, I look, I think the Mets have the pitching matchup again. Chris Bassett is going to go against Jordan Hicks. They're trying to stretch Hicks out. Maybe he gets to five innings, but again, it looks like St. Louis is going to have to dip into their bullpen here. Uh, at minus 120, I still like the Mets. Best team in baseball, 10 bucks <laughs> on the nine Mets squadron. It's wins like that that are usually losses like that for the Mets. Like, honestly, that that's usually how the Mets unravel. And we saw, I maybe maybe this was the balancing out of when they fucking unraveled against the Phillies earlier in the season, uh, if, if you recall that clusterfuck of a game. Uh, solid outing, once again, for Max Scherzer. Did not get the decision there. And the, the Mets, of course, came from behind in the ninth inning in fucking glorious, insane fucking fashion. Uh, tons of moral support here. I do, I do like the Mets. I'm not going to bet it, though. Lean on the nine Mets squadron. Yeah, I'm leaning the Mets here as well. Uh, what is it? Minus only minus one fifteen. Uh, there you go. I think you're probably on the right side of this one. Fingers crossed for you. How you play? That is all I've got for baseball. I'm gonna look at one more and two more. Sorry, Brewers are going to the Pirates. I actually like the Pirates today. It's plus one fifty. All of a sudden, I'm, the, the, the numbers have shifted. I'm finding the Brewers very fadeable all over the place. So, yeah, I'm going to do it. Screw it. Give me the Pirates plus 155. Oh, you 150. Know, it, sure. I, I, earlier, I, when, when I ran my numbers, I was leaving Milwaukee. Looking at what's going on, I'm probably shifting to Pittsburgh here. Um, I, I, 
I don't hate that Pittsburgh play. Nice, nice little plus line there. Uh, but yeah, listen, my notes say lean Milwaukee, so I'll stick with my notes. Uh, lean on the Brewers, but definitely hear that vote of confidence in Milwaukee as this great team. Uh, they're amazing. <laughs> Wisconsin is the best. Uh, you know, an hour and a half when I was running my numbers, it, it was just incredibly chalky for the Brewers. So I was thinking, I mean, maybe a flyer on the Pirates. Uh, must be a lot of people out there thinking the same thing because uh, it's moving your direction and getting worse for you. But I, look, I think the value is the Pirates. The Brewers are very fadeable right now. So a lean on Pittsburgh. All right. One last game. We got to go quick. Rockies, Phillies. I'm taking the Phillies minus the 155 before it gets up to minus 180 at every single sports book. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, give me the Phillies for 11 bucks. Uh, hard to argue. I think I think the Phillies probably the play. It seems like they're they're starting to get things in order. I, Panther, did you finally see the fucking Schwarber stuff with, with Angel Hernandez? Did you find it? Oh, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Wasn't that just such an epic fucking like he's like pointing here, he's pointing up, yeah, up he's pointing and down. down. Yeah. <laughs> So amazing. Uh, he's, showing, he's showing Hernandez all the places he missed the yeah, golf. Yeah, so fucking good. Um, yeah, tons of moral support here. I think the Phillies get it done today, leaning Philadelphia. Uh, you know, the, the line seemed a little suspect to me earlier, so I, did, I didn't want to jump on the Phillies. Plus, I believe they might be one of my little blind spots there. Uh, now, 185, I almost want to bet the Phillies because <laughs> that seems to be the right side here. Uh, moral support, a lean on the Phillies. You do have a blind spot for the Phillies. Wow, look at that. Okay, yeah, funny. Uh, let's see. We had a, kill me. Yeah, we had a couple comments. Uh, Iceberg says Colorado plus one and a half. Oh, the Avalanche That's or a- the, the Rockies? I it's got to mean the Avalanche. It's got to mean the Avalanche. Yeah, yeah it got to be the Avalanche. Yeah. And he wants a piece of the Royals. With I don't cheese. hate that play. I don't hate that Royals today. Let me look at Kansas City. I don't I don't think I gave that game a, a too deep of a look. Um who, who they got? They got They're playing the White, the White Sox. Stockings. Yep. Yeah, I'm playing the White Sox in that one. <laughs> With Dallas Keiko on the mound, I think the Royals do have a chance. There's a, that's a live play right there. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. What do we talk about today? Kyrie taking over the world one step at a time. His world domination plan is proceeding exactly as it should. Uh, we talked about some of the stuff, and then we talked about baseball, basketball, hockey. Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DJs app for Android or iOS. Us. Follow us on Tesla SpaceX at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please hide. Grab download and listen to every single episode. Oh, do I have to give you a pick, Panther? You do have to give me a pick. Could you could you try not to sabotage the parlay? Edmonton Oilers. So that's a that's a worthy pick. Uh, Arch, who do you like? Shit. Um, give me a second. <laughs> I already closed that window. Oh, yeah, I'm forget- I keep forgetting about this Panther stuff. Hey, give me the Phillies. Fuck it. I forget about the bad stuff every day. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are assholes. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue my hot streak of fading the Reds and take the San Diego Padres with those. Uh, and so we've got Edmonton, the Phillies, and the Padres. Put those three together. That's your D-Gen Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Elon Musk's Twitter and mostly on Discord, hanging out in the book club. You guys got to get in there and see what Arch is going to post about some of these games that he wants to talk about. Um, particularly those damn reds. But uh, yeah, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.